All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 360 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. There's this little uh, convenience store that I sometimes stop at on my way home from work. It's a sketchy, sketchy place. I feel like every time I go in there, I'm kind of like rolling the dice with my with, with my physical safety. <laughs> you know, there's people hanging out in there that are questionable at best. A lot of hoodies. And a lot of a lot of you know people are just like hanging out and chewing. They're standing there chewing. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're one of their eyes going off, you know, like a lazy eye. I don't know. There's there's just a lot of stuff that goes on in there. I don't know what, who these people are. I don't know what's going on in there. The owners, they're the people that run it. I don't know if they're owners. I guess they're owners. They're, they're uh, I don't know. I have no idea what their nationality is. I have no idea. It's, I, don't, I, I wouldn't want to guess. But, um, you know, but. There, there's a whole bunch of them. They're like probably like nephews and sons and stuff that are working in there, and they walk a fine line between being rude and being nice. They're not. I wouldn't say they're rude, but they're definitely not nice. <laughs> you know, they don't give. They don't greet you when you walk through the door. They don't say much to you when they're ringing you up. They're all business. You know. And, 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 you know, this. when I get off at, at 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night, there's no places to buy a six-pack. There's no place to buy that except because all the grocery stores close at 9 o'clock. This happened when COVID came through. COVID ruined everything. You know, there used to, all the grocery stores used to be 24 hours a day. Now they're not, they close at 9 o'clock. Bullshit. So you can't go, even Walmart, Walmart doesn't sell beer anyway, but, you know, if I want a six-pack or a four-pack or something, you know, there's two places I get to. This 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 sketchy, sketchy-ass convenience store and um, Sheets, you know, Sheets over in um, the town next to us. But the, the Sheets is, I don't know, I mean, both of them have their ups and downs, you know, I mean, both of them have their pluses and their minuses. So uh, that that if I go to Sheets, there's this guy that works there. He's always there. I think he works seven days a week. I don't know. Every time I go in there, he's there, and he's he always makes comments about my age. He looks at my license. Here you go, young man. You know, I'm like, uh, can we just like, can we just pay, possibly just not talk about age this time? God, I mean, not that I care all that much, but God, it makes me. It puts me. Well, you know, in, in in an awkward, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm, you know, you're six years older than I am. And uh, say, okay, I don't know. God, you must be, you're a Sagittarius, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means, but yeah, I've looked it up and that's what I, you know, I don't know. So it's, I, I, I don't like going in there because of that. I don't want to have these awkward, weird conversations with this weirdo. He's all right. He's nice, but. He means well, I think. I don't know. 
And then there's this there's this 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 sketchy ass. One time I went in this convenience store. One of the local weathermen from the TV, one of the TV weathermen, <laughs> was in there buying like two giant jugs of cheap wine or something. And I was like, what the? So anyway, the only reason I go, I stop in there sometimes, and I buy every time I buy the same thing: Goose Island IPA, four pack, tall, sixteen ounces, right? So two of those are perfect. When I get off work, I'll drink two of those babies. I'm good, you know. As I mean, I'm not sitting there guzzling the entire four pack or something. I just drink two of those, and I'm good for the night. That's good. That takes the edge off, you know. Knocks the edge off of the day, you know. You know. And Sharon V tells me, you know, I'm, I'm buying so much beer up in northeastern Pennsylvania. She has to, she has to reach deep, deep <coughs> into the coolers all around town, all around the the valley, that I personally am causing. A beer shortage. Give me a break. Oh, never been so offended. All right. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, so um, so they have, the, I get that goose eye. It's not very good, but it's not bad, you know, and it costs $6.99 for a four pack. I think they got it priced wrong. It's more expensive everywhere else. And everything else they sell in there is expensive as shit. They have a lot of craft beer in there. A lot. I mean, I don't know if this stuff's being rotated out. I don't know about the dating on that stuff because I don't think any of these, the the, the, the these uh, ne'er do wells that are hanging out in there, these uh, teeth people with teeth like the top of a castle, you know, people hanging out in there in hoodies chewing, you know what I mean? And it's like leaning against the wall. I don't think these guys are are buying any. Uh, you know, uh, you know, dogfish head. You know, I don't think I don't think that's really in, in their wheelhouse. You know, and then this other this place also sells. They have like a, a, a like a cabinet, like an old stereo cabinet from like the seventies, eighties. Has a glass door on it, sitting there, and there's liquor bottles inside of it. They sell shots of liquor. <laughs> you can buy a shot of liquor right at the counter. Like you can walk up and, and make a purchase and take a shot of liquor right out of that stereo cabinet. How is that legal? <laughs> I don't know. If, how is that possibly le- I don't know. And they got bongs in there. They probably have flashlights and butt plugs. Who knows? Places. It's, I don't know. I don't know. This place is, gives me the heebie-jeebies. But I go in there to get that Goose Island IPA for six ninety nine, and then I hit the highway and hightail it out of there before I get knifed or something. And um, so, anyway, the other night I went in there, and I stopped in there. It's it'd probably been three weeks, right? Three, four weeks. And there's this little guy that works in there. He's most he's there most of the time. And I buy the Goose Island IPA every time. And I walk in there, he goes, no IPA. No IPA, no IPA, no IPA. And he's like, wait, he's like dancing around the floor, waving his hands in the air. No IPA, no IPA. I said, what the shit? What the hell is this? He goes, I went back there and the section, like the place where the where that Goose Island usually is, is empty. I said, what are you gonna discontinue it? He goes, two weeks, two weeks. Like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I guess they're going to get more into I don't know what that means. 
I don't know, the guy's dancing around. He's, like, spinning around in circles. No IPA! No IPA! Like, what in the hell? What is going on? <laughs> what is that? <sighs> so, anyway, I had to get, I got, I don't know, I think I got some Pabst or something. I don't think I'm ever going back in there. They can pack it. I don't, I don't need to go in there anymore. That shit's weird. I saw that guy at Aldi the other day. That dude. That dude was dancing around giving me the no no IPA dance. You know? I, I saw him in there buying a bunch of shit with his wife or something. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. It's weird when you see people out of context. The only pl- time I've ever seen this guy... Is like in that weird store, and then I see him at Aldi. And it's like weird. It's like disjoining. Dis, I don't know. Is that the right? Is that the right word? It's I don't know. But it's it throws you off. You know, it's like when you're a kid and you used to see a teacher, a teacher like at a grocery store or something. See 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 a teacher at the, at the Rite Aid or whatever. It's like that's weird. I only thought teachers existed inside the school. I didn't know they had real lives. They're out there buying, like, uh, you know, stuff like normal people. I didn't know that that even happened. I thought they just existed in the in the school itself. I didn't know that they were out in the community and stuff. Same thing with this guy. No IPA! No IPA! It's like he's taunting me almost. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know. The guy's a little whacked. <laughs> so that happened. Um, yesterday, Tony and I went to Costco and uh, down in Allentown, where the sky is blue, the birds are chirping, people are skipping through the streets hand in hand. It's, it's a wonderland down there in Allentown, Pennsylvania. We, we went to Costco, do some Christmas shopping, and um, we ended up buying, uh, I mean, we, we got some stuff, you know. We ended up buying uh, a computer for Tony. Her, her computer that she uses here. Um, it's old. It's very old. And she's been complaining about it being slow as shit. You know, it's a desktop computer. It's been, it's really slow and she can't get anything done. Sometimes she's down there pounding her fists on the, (laughs) on the desk, you know, out of frustration, you know. So we saw this, uh, it's a, it's just, it's a Dell. You get the tower, a, a, um, keyboard and a mouse. That's all. And it was $150 off, normal price. Had a whole pallet of them. And it was a really good price. And both of us were like, we need to get that. You know, <laughs> we need to get that. Replace your old junk heap. You know, you can't keep a, a desktop computer for 10 years. You know, they don't, they're not made for that, you know. So she, you know, we got, we ended up buying that. You know, we didn't expect to be spending that much money. We were supposed to be buying gifts for, like, the kids and and stuff, you know. And we ended up buying something, you know, basically for her or for us, I guess. So, anyway, we did that. Um, bought some other stuff. And it wasn't too crowded. We we were braced. Tony kept warning me. You don't have much patience. You, you're going to have to know. Going to Costco in mid-December, you know, it's going to be crazy. So, you're going to have to just take some deep breaths and, and deal with it. I said, I'm fine. I don't need lectures. God, what are you basing this on? She goes, oh, 30 years of history. You know, I know how you are. I said, all right. So we go down there. The parking lot's pandemonium. I mean, you know, I'm already, like, getting ratcheted up in the parking lot. People are like, I don't know. Everybody think I don't know. The, people think that the whole world revolves around them. 
and have no care in the world. They don't care at all about anybody else. You know, if they're in, if if they get in your way, you're just going to have to wait. You know, this is my right as a human being to take my time to do whatever I want. You know, people have a sense of entitlement. It's unbelievable. I don't know what's going on. I think that might have something to do with COVID, too. <laughs> I'm blaming everything on COVID. I don't know. But anyway, so we went inside the store. Um, we finally found a parking spot. Had to walk real far. I don't know. I mean, but then we got inside the store, you know, it wasn't that crowd. I mean, it was. there was certainly plenty of people in there. But the uh, the amount of cars in the parking lot versus the uh, the level of packedness inside the store didn't really correspond. It felt like, because we've been in there where there's a line of people, I mean, all the way down the main aisle, all the way back to the, like, the meat department, back in where the, the food is stuff is. I mean, we've been in there where it's just incredible, like mind-blowingly packed but it wasn't like that on saturday walked around there bought some stuff we got we got some things done about that computer that was uh that was not planned that was just like on a whim just buy a computer on a whim and that was fun it's kind of fun it wasn't bad and then uh we went to shangi's which is the beer the big beer emporium bought a couple things and i mean that wasn't too crowded either although it was uh certainly wasn't empty that place is crazy that place is wild. I've never been in a beer store like that. It's like the size of a small grocery store. It's all beer. Crazy. Um, so then we went, and then we went to uh, Cracker Barrel for dinner. And um, I don't know. The kids are, you know, one of them. They're one of them's in Pittsburgh. The other one was at work. Things seem like they're calm now. And uh, it was a nice day. It was sunny and it was, you know, we just, it was just, we were just together, you know, doing stuff. It was fun. It was, it was enjoyable. And, um, and, um, but when we were driving back, we passed by this on on the turnpike, we passed by this Alpo factory, dog food factory, and it smells horrific. I couldn't smell anything on the way, uh, on the way down there. But on the way back, it was dark. It was getting dark, and it smelled. I don't know if I, if I, I don't know what time of day. I don't know what. I don't. But anyway, it was. Uh, it's a stomach churning stench. And every time we're like, imagine working in that place. Imagine working there as doing that for a living in that in a dog food factory. <laughs> in the, just the smell when you're driving past it on the on on a, on a highway. It's horrific. I mean, it is nasty. Then um, I started to ask Tony, I said, what's the worst thing you ever had to do? What's the nastiest, grossest thing you ever had to do in, at a job? And she was like, I can't really think of anything. And she goes, oh, wait a minute. When I worked at a... <laughs> she worked at a record store in Atlanta called Sound Warehouse. She, uh, she, uh, they made her, they asked her, she refused. So she didn't actually do this, but... She, they told her to go clean the men's room. That there's a mess in the men's room, and she went in there, and she said somebody blew diarrhea all over the room, and um, and there was like a, 
a, a pair of tidy whities stuck to the wall in, in the <laughs> um, she goes nope she goes I'm not doing that she told him that she's not I'm not she went in there and was like oh my god it's like a house of horrors you know she goes I'm not doing that nope you, know, you can fire me whatever so she they made this other guy do it <laughs> and um, she just refused to do it. She goes, "That's the only thing I can think of. I don't, I don't really have gross stuff either. The only thing I can think of, which was gut wrenching, was uh, when I worked at Fast Check. We had to uh, make a like grind up burger. Sometime go back there and grind up uh, hamburger when we'd run out at night." And there was this big barrel. It's gross. It's disgusting. Like, you'd grind up actual uh, beef. That part wasn't so bad. You put it in the grinder, comes out. But you have to put fat. There's like this barrel of fat in there that was like uh, been sliced up. The, the, the butcher had like uh, trimmed off of other meat, like other beef. Or whatever. I don't know if it's all beef. I don't know. It's a barrel of fat <laughs> is all it is. So you'd have to throw in some fat, you know, into the... You can't just be straight burger, you know? So you'd have to add... It was disgusting. I mean, just holding that jiggly-ass white... Oh, God. It makes me sick just thinking about it. And it was... It, it, it mixed... Uh, and they were always like, no, throw in more, more. No, they wanted that thing cut, man. Because they were that that store was ridiculous. They were running scams out of that place. They wanted they were trying to sell that burger. You know they were trying to make that uh, beef stretch that beef as far as they could get get away with. You know, put more fat in there. You know, dig deep in that fat barrel. <laughs> it was disgusting. The stuff would like. Pop out, like shooting out of the thing. Every once in a while, there'd be like a popping sound, and it would shoot on the wall. <laughs> you know, it was gross. But uh, you know, most of the time, most of the time, I uh, worked in an office setting, so I didn't have to do too much grossness. Although at this, uh, there was this one time I almost vomited, and I'm not joking. I'm not. This is not an exaggeration. There was this guy. I don't know what in the hell was going on with this guy, but he would store like meat and eggs and stuff. Like he'd go to the to the uh, cafeteria and get breakfast, so he'd have like fried eggs and bacon and other stuff, boiled eggs sometimes, and he would. Uh, he would put it in, in one of his drawers, in the drawers of his desk, and uh, and he'd separate. There was like <laughs> it would be like a layer of bacon, and then he'd put like a paper towel, and he'd put like fried eggs in between, and then another layer, and there'd be like there'd be food. There's like food in this guy's desk, and then the stuff would start going rotten. It would stink. There'd be like fruit flies flying, flying around in there, and you walk by there, and you're like, "What in the hell? It smells like some like some like somebody's decomposing over there." You know, his desk was a disgusting mess. The thing I had to share a desk with him one time years ago, many years ago, and um, it was like terrible. I mean, the guy's just I don't know, but the, you know, he he had he had his desk full 
one time with with this meat. He had like bacon and shit, ham, like slices of ham in there in his desk drawer to the point. And he would just leave it in there. I don't know if he was hit, taking a hit off of it during, you know, like he'd be like working him, you know, like doing his job and then take a hit off a boiled egg out of his out of his desk drawer. I don't know. But one time it got out of hand and it was it was stunk it stunk up the entire area around his desk. And um I was like, I gotta get rid of this shit. I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna clear that thing out. I don't care if he likes it or not. Stuff's going in the trash. It's gross. Who is who keeps bacon in their desk drawer? What in the hell? So I went over there with a bag and I was gonna clear that thing out. I opened the drawer and um, I didn't see anything, and then I, 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 I lifted some paper out of, <laughs> out of the way, and it, it released this puff of funk. There was, it just really it went right in my face, just this powerful punch to the face of horrific, I mean, just a stench like none other. And I was literally over there gagging. I was, I was on the verge of puking, like, just throwing right, you just throw it up right back into this guy's drawer. That's what I should have done. Just puked in there and closed it and walked away. <laughs> but anyway, that, that was gross. You know, that was gross. So those are those are the only two things I've had um, that are really really disgusting. You guys have anything like that disgusting stuff that you were asked to do or forced to do at work or had to do at work? There's other stuff that I did. It wasn't disgusting. It was scary. Like. Uh, like at Fast Check, there was a sign. When I think back on this, uh, there was a sign right over the door, up on the roof. There's like a like an overhang. Uh, uh, there's like an overhang, and then um, there was a sign up there, like one of those signs you could change, you know, those with those plastic letters and stuff. And every week they put the specials up there. They'd make me climb up there in the middle of winter. It was covered in ice. Is you know you're standing, you have to climb up on there. It's slick, slicker than cat shit on a marble floor. You know, standing up there on the edge of this thing. If I fell off that thing, I'd be I'd be dead. You know, high up on this ledge, covered in, a, I don't know, like six inches of ice. It's super slick, and I'm up there putting, uh, you know, uh, Quaker Oats, eighty nine cents. You know, bleach, Clorox bleach, you know, whatever. Putting this stuff up there. I had a list. I had all the letters. And it's slick. If it, I could have easily fallen off backwards off that thing. Every time I think about it, I don't like heights, for one thing. And every time I think about that, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. They made me go up there. They didn't give a shit. They couldn't care less, you know. And um, there, was another t- there was another thing. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. All right. But there, there, there was stuff that we had to do there that was scary. And when I worked at that toll bridge, the Dunbar toll bridge, hang on a second, my throat's too much talking. Whew. All right. I just had a coughing jag. But anyway, um, when I worked at the Dunbar toll bridge, they had these lights that hung down on chains so that, you know, barges and stuff that were going down the river wouldn't hit the bridge. It was, you know, so that you could see it from far off, you know. So it was this it was these long chains that hung down and uh they had lights, like light bulbs in them, right? Inside this casing, right? So those things will burn out. You have to go out on the you have to climb up on the bridge you go up on the bridge, climb down on this little catwalk little thing, this little uh little platform. 
you're just over the river, way up high. <laughs> I don't like heights, right? And you have to take this uh, stick with a hook in the end of it and pull, like, pull the the chain up with the with the with the light bulb at the bottom. It's almost like one of those uh, like those lights that uh, mechanics use and they hang them, you know, that kind of thing. Had like some kind of housing at the bottom of it. So you have to use this uh, like a like a stick with a hook in the end of it and pull the thing up there, change the light bulb. You're standing unprotected on some platform, and it's not like there's any kind of like railing around it or anything. You're standing there, scary, man. I can't believe I did that. I should have said no, like Tony did. I'm not doing that. Are you serious? You can fire me if you want. I should have. Because, you know, I'm, I'm not. Somebody put their under underwear on the wall and, and uh, adhered with, uh, with, with with diarrhea. I'm not doing that. I'm not going out on some platform either, and I'm not going to climb up on the stupid, uh, you know, stupid uh, ice covered lead or uh, overhang and um, change that sign either. God. They just ask you to do all kinds of stuff. I mean, they just take advantage. You're making three thirty-five an hour. <laughs> That's what I was making at, at Fast Check. Three thirty-five. That was the minimum, minimum wage. If, it, as Chris Rock would say, if they could, if they could, if they could pay you less, they would. But it's against the law, <laughs> you know. So anyway, uh, what what do you, what do you have on that? What do you have uh, jobs where you had to do something disgusting, or Something dangerous. Tell me about it. I wouldn't want to work in an Alpo factory. That shit is nasty, baby. We're driving by there. I'm like gagging too. It's gross. It smelled like that guy's uh, that guy's meat drawer at the, <laughs> you know, it's his office. Like an office, he keeps like boiled eggs in there, and 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 fried eggs, and uh, I don't know. Who knows? Probably has poached eggs in there. I don't know. Anyway, it's disgusting. Uh, let's see what else we have in the old list here. Oh, when we were driving back from Costco, we were listening to uh, Sirius XM, the, uh, what is it called? Classic Rewind. It was a classic rock channel. And one of my least favorite classic rock songs, a song that sucks so bad, and so many people say they love it, I mean, it sucks. It's terrible. It's uh, Bob Seger, Turn the Page. For one thing, it's slow and mournful. It has some kind of sad horn in it. Things suck. That he's bitching, he's complaining, whining about being on the road. Uh, this is, you know, how tough it is on the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you blow it out your ass. Go out there and clean eggs, clean, clean bacon out of some guy's rancid bacon out of a drawer. Climb up on the, like, pull a, you know, got there with a with, with a stick with a hook in it on a platform. You know, one one little, you know, you know one one little blast of a, a breeze or something knock you into the river. You know, you know, you know, go spend a week in my shoes. You know. <laughs> You know, bitching about being on the road. Oh, well, cry me a river, Bob Seeger. You know, I'm sorry you don't have a, you know, take home a Santa sack full of cash every night. Uh, I, I hate that song. I like Bob Seeger. I don't have any problem with him, for the most part. I mean, some of his lyrics are ridiculous, but uh, like that, 
you know, we, we've discussed it before, but that turn the page, that thing sucks. I don't know why people love it so much. I don't know why it gets played all the time. That thing's terrible, you know. Cry me a river. You have to go out on the road. You know, it's repetition and stuff. Big deal. Yeah, try to live out. Yeah, that's, that's what happens with these bands. You know, like these bands, say like the Romantics. I'm just pulling one out of my ass. Okay, they go through their whole their whole career. They have two two hits. They're lucky. You know, a lot of bands don't have any hits. They have two hits. And uh, they end up, you know, they end up breaking up. N- nobody gives a shit anymore. You know, they're, you know, at some point, or, or like the Knack, for instance. You know, you, you go through, you have like a couple of hits, put out two or three albums, nobody listens to them anymore. You know, they break up. And they, you know, they go out. And we're just going to go live a normal life. We need to have a civilian's life. They do that for like a year. And they're right back. The bands, they're like, screw that. You know, we, we thought we were complaining. We were complaining when we were in a, in a rock band. And, uh, you know, and I'm not going to work in an office. Are you serious? No way. That's why all those bands get back together. You know, they, they, everything's, everything's going down, down, down. They're not as popular as they used to be. They're arguing with each other. They're blaming each other. And then they, uh, they say, screw it. We're going to, we're going to go join the, uh, private sector. Let's just do it. Let's go out. And they, and they go get a job and it sucks so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredibly demoralizing. They just can't believe it. I'm like, people do this? And they get the band gets back together miraculously. It happens over and over and over. And they go back out on the road, that road that they hated. Turn the page. <sighs> anyway, listen to that. I was bitching about that. Tony probably enjoyed that. Um, I did about ten minutes on that song. Turn the page. All right, Bob. All right. Anyway, enough about that. We're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, give me a call. Tell me about jobs you've had where you had to do something really nasty or something very dangerous or anything else you want to talk about. I don't care. You know, it doesn't have to be about that. But, um, you know, give me a call. 570-290-8151 is the number. You can call me around the clock, 24 hours a day. It doesn't matter. It's just voicemail, so you can call anytime you want. You can have a few pops and give me a call, you know. No IPA, no IPA. Well, you drink something else. You don't have to drink an IPA. You can, you know, have a few pops of something. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, give me a call, 570-290-8151. And if you want two episodes a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too by heading to patreon.com. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode Every week, not every once in a while, not every month. That's for suckers. So do it up. Patreon.com slash Jeff K and surfreportpod.com is the home of the uh, the website. That's where you'll get expanded show notes, photographs, links, you know, what have you. That's surfreportpod.com. Check that out, you know, if, it, if, 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 if you're so inclined. All right. All right, we're in this thing. Thank you guys for everything. Until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side. Hope you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye.
dig deep in that fat barrel. <laughs> <laughs>